the conservatorship is basically when you ask the judge for power of attorney because the person never did a power of attorney and now that they're incapacitated it's, it's certainly it's too late to have them sign it because they legally can't and a lot of times they probably wouldn't be willing to in that current state anyway do you know what will happen to your loved ones when something happens to you if you don't know the answer or don't like the answer then this is the show for you Listen up as we teach you about protecting your family legacy through better estate planning. Our family is here to protect yours. So welcome to the Complete Estate Planning Podcast with attorney Nick Rosenbauer. And here's your host, Ben George. Well, glad to have you back on Complete Estate Planning. I'm Ben George along with Nick Rosenbauer. He is the owner of the Rosenbauer Law Office and also an estate planning attorney. And he gives us the insight on many different estate planning topics, but we're going to get out of this to kind of basic stuff that we talk about week in, week out. Not basic in terms of like, you know, boring or whatnot. It's you know, very essential, but we're going to branch out and talk about some news today on this episode. Britney Spears, Nick, you were probably oh a Britney Span, uh, fan growing up, right? Not really. Um, now I will say, and this, this must've been fourth grade, um, the, 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 the guy who had his locker next to mine, to, next to me in fourth grade, um, had a poster of her up in his locker. And of course, in fourth grade Catholic school, I thought that was so risque, but it was the, uh, <laughs> I guess it was the poster. If you remember when people bought CDs and the little pamphlet in the CD sometimes would fold out, uh, yeah. would unfold and oh, yeah. he had that in his locker, but she was all that. She was, uh, you know, she was a star and, uh, I guess we're going to turn into TMZ or, or we're going to give you the, you know, the insider scoop on, you know, c the celebrity gossip today. But I uh, can't say I was, uh, I wasn't a huge fan. Uh, I was never a pop guy. Okay. Um, I mean, I wasn't the coolest person in the world, but I ran around listening to like, you know, old punk rock and stuff like that, thinking I was hardcore, which I <laughs> of course wasn't. Um, and then the other half of my music genre. It was basically what my dad listened to. And I think a lot of people are like that. Uh, some 60s right. and 70s classic rock. So, you know, a lot of uh, Credence Clearwater Revival, The Who, Pink Floyd, um, you know, things like that, Boston. So half of my music arsenal, uh, and I think a lot of people are like that, I got from my dad. Um, and then the other half, you know, just me trying to be cool. Uh, pop wasn't really my thing, but I wasn't but being cool wasn't my thing either, so it <laughs> probably goes hand in hand. Well, if you haven't followed the news, you're probably kind of wondering what in the heck we're talking about. You might have thought you tuned into the wrong podcast because <laughs> um, Britney Spears and estate planning, you're like, what? But if you haven't heard the news, there's a lot of talk about her relationship with her father and the conservator conservatorship. It's kind of tricky for me to say a little bit, but this has been in the news quite a bit. So I want to kind of make some sense of this and, and get a better understanding of what it is, how it applies, how it works what it has to do with estate planning, uh, because it has been a very, very big topic across the news landscape. Both, you know, traditional news outlets are talking about it, but also some of your TMZ type outlets as well. So we'll get in that, into that today on the show. If you haven't joined us before, remember, you can find everything online at CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. A lot of great resources there, but also you can schedule a call with Nick if you want to begin your estate planning process or just you know, have a few questions about what we talk about on the podcast. We also put all the shows up there as well. So you can go back through all the estate planning topics we've kind of gone through over the past year and, uh, and really get some really good information in those podcasts from Nick. But if you prefer to call as well, you can do that at 513 
1-800-463-6789. So I always want to start with, you know, the conservatorship. What is this, Nick? I keep seeing this word and I don't think like maybe this is a, a, a common thing, but I don't really remember hearing much about a conservatorship outside of this, this Britney Spears story. Okay, so you're you're exactly right, Ben. So a conservatorship, um, we, we actually have to back up, goodness, over 10 years ago. I don't know if you remember um, hearing in the news, and actually I'm looking at my, uh, my timeline here, I think back in 2007, all the way back then, uh, I guess when Britney Spears was acting out, doing crazy things, the one thing that I do remember because I guess it was all over the news when she randomly went crazy, shaved off all her hair, oh, yeah. you know, was running around crazy. Um, I think, you know, I'm sure she, you know, went to jail, rehab programs, things like that. So that's when all of this started. And what happened was her father, uh, who his name's Jamie Spears, um, applied to become her conservator, and he was successful in that. I don't, I don't know if you want to say someone won or lost, but he was successful in that. So this conservatorship, uh, what it is, it is, I guess the, the, the simplest way to look at it is it is a judge-ordered power of attorney, if that makes sense. There's okay. two different jobs here that you, uh, and a lot of times they go hand in hand. You'll hear of a guardian, and you'll hear of a conservator. Now, obviously, a guardian we're probably familiar with when it comes to children. Um, so if yeah. I die tomorrow, my son is two years old, who's going to be his guardian? The substitute parent household he lives in takes care of him, takes care of you know, doctor's appointments, things like that. That can also happen for adults. You can be appointed a guardian of an adult if they're declared incompetent, incapacitated, can't manage their own affairs, and listeners are probably sitting there saying, that's when the power of attorney steps in. Well, if we have a power of attorney, yes, but what if we don't have one? So if there's no power of attorney, and in this case, obviously, you know, it looks like there was not, how does someone take care of things? Okay. Unfortunately, not everyone in the world has their plan put together. Someone has a heart attack, a stroke, shaves off their own head, you know, goes crazy. I think she was, you know, in a couple mental facilities at some point. We can't get a power of attorney signed, and my guess is she probably wouldn't have anyway. So what do you do? So someone has to apply in the probate court, which is uh, most of the people think of probate court as where you go uh, to pass assets from the dead to the living, you know, if there's not other arrangements made. The local probate court also has jurisdiction over uh, people who are incapacitated. Okay, so it's the same place that you go. And basically what happened was Jamie, who is Brittany's father, way back in 0708, he asked the local probate judge, said, please declare my daughter incompetent, incapacitated, um, and then give me the ability uh, to manage her finances. Okay, so guardian, like we said, is managing the person, if you will, so medical decisions, household, what have you. The conservator, which is where the conservatorship comes from, manages their financial and legal affairs. Okay, so a conservatorship okay. is basically a judge-ordered financial power of attorney or property power of attorney. Okay, so that's what that is. But, and you probably know where this is going, you know, it's a bit of a roll of the dice. It's expensive. It's complicated. It's not quick especially in COVID, because we're relying on a judge. 
and we don't know what the heck's going to happen. Okay, you can see a whole lot of issues here. But uh, Ben, in short, the conservatorship is basically when you ask the judge for power of attorney because the person never did a power of attorney, and now that they're incapacitated, it's, uh, it's certainly it's too late to have them sign it because they legally can't, and a lot of times they probably wouldn't be willing to in that current state anyway. So it's only a situation where you would never apply for a conservator for yourself, right? I mean, you're only doing it on behalf of somebody in these situations. Uh, exactly right. So yeah, that's a great point. So Brittany did not go to the judge and say, make my father in charge of my money. Uh, okay. That did not happen. So if Brittany won, since it was granted, we have to assume that there was enough medical evidence at the time to where she was, in fact, incapacitated, um, in which case she would not have the you know, capacity to even sign a legal document granting her father that permission if she wanted to, and who the heck knows if she wanted to. Uh, my guess would say no. So you're exactly yeah. right. Uh, a conservatorship happens when someone else says, my child, my parent, my sibling, my spouse, they're incapacitated. They can't manage their own affairs anymore. We're stuck. Mr. or Mrs. Judge, would you please grant an order giving me permission to take care of them? Okay. So that was, what, 14 years ago now? So yeah. is this a permanent thing? I mean, how does this uh, relationship continue? I mean, can you get this revoked or I guess lifted? I mean, I don't know what the proper terminology is there. Yeah. So, so why is it still going? Why are we talking about it 13 years later, I guess? So maybe, uh, or it depends. We'll go back to the standard lawyer answers. Now, let's say we had a situation where someone is, you know, they have a, a massive stroke, most of their brain function's gone, there's no hope for recovery, then it will go on as long as it's needed to go on. Now, it's not just a default uh, life sentence, uh, per se, so it's no one, no one wrote something uh, in the probate court and said, Jamie Spears has lifetime control over, uh, over Brittany. So that did not happen. Okay. Typically what happens is it gets revisited. Um, we could say renewed, I guess, um, typically every year. And what they do is they'll, they'll look at it and basically it's like a review or a status update. Hey, has anything changed? Nope. Everything's still the same. Okay, so it's been extended or it's been renewed. Um, and then one of the problems here, and we'll probably get to this in a minute, I'm sure many people have heard you know, about how some people are unhappy with this uh, or maybe want to make a change to what's going on. Usually, you know, the burden, I guess the burden of proof uh, is the technical term here, uh, is on the person trying to say, Judge, my daughter is incompetent. I need to take care of her. You can't just walk in without any evidence and get that. The judge is not going to basically, with the full backing of the government, give you a blank check, carte blanche, you know, ability to manage everything and control another adult. But once you prove your case, then it usually will flip uh, in all practicality. And then that's the status quo. So now, you know, we go from. Assuming Brittany is competent until proving otherwise, now we've already determined that she's incompetent. Like I said, we'll get to this in a minute. So the burden of proof is now on her 
to prove that she's better, if that makes sense. So basically, the innocent until proven guilty, if that makes sense. Once they've been determined guilty or incompetent, um, then it's on them, you know, to prove innocence or prove that they've gotten better. So once we get there, once we get there, the, the door doesn't swing both ways very easily. And that's kind of where we find this story now. And it's, you know, it's a sad story to read because, you know, you're reading about this relationship, father, daughter, that is, you know, abusive. Many people say um, he's very controlling in this relationship. And, and who knows both sides of it, right? I mean, I, I, I'm in no position to side either way, but exactly. I, I'm kind of curious on there. This doesn't seem like a, a very positive situation just from all accounts. So, I mean, the, the downsides of this seem pretty obvious. You're exactly right. There's plenty of them. And look, I think you're right on what you just said. We don't know what to believe. This could be celebrity gossip or spin. I'm sure there is some, and we'll get into a minute why the heck we even know about this. But we've heard things that family and friends, some fans of Britney, um, and then Britney herself supposedly have all spoken out in the last couple years or so about this. And it's a sad story. They're saying that Jamie, the dad, is abusive, is controlling her um, because he's controlling her. You know, he's in charge of all her money. And there's reports that he's basically holding her hostage and saying, we won't let you see your children uh, unless you do what we want and do what we say. And then there's reports that Brittany is threatening not to tour anymore. So I, I guess if the money runs out, you know, what money is there to control at that point. But, you know, theoretically, she can't even go down the street and, and buy a used car really? uh, if wow. she wanted to. So, you know, she it's basically someone else has control of your checkbook and has your wallet uh, and your debit card, and there's nothing you can do. So, and it's a mess. Um, so obviously, a number of downsides here. I think the biggest one that pops into everyone's mind, why the heck are we talking about this all the way here in Ohio? Of course, it's public record. It's just court process, court records in general. So TMZ can run a story on this if they really wanted to. Now, obviously, most people are not as newsworthy, probably aren't going to get as many clicks as Britney Spears would, but it's all public record. Mm -hmm. So think about that in your own circumstances. All the family and friends know what's going on, all your medical records, what have you. Um, It's probably expensive. We're dealing with lawyers. We're going to court. So someone has to pay for that, especially if people are fighting. If it's uncontested, it's usually not that bad. But if two different people are saying, I should be in charge, and the person is saying, I'm not sick, well, that's three attorneys right there. Uh, So good luck with that. Um, It's a lengthy process. And that was even before, shoot, before COVID. Uh, Sometimes this took a while. Because you have to work out all the differences and all the lawsuits and the arguments. Now with COVID, it's just gotten to a standstill. And ultimately, the judge is in control. The judge picks. You are at the mercy of whatever judge or magistrate is uh, appointed to take that case in whatever county probate court you're going to. And let's be honest, Ben, even assuming this was on the up and up, right? So let's say I got sick tomorrow. And, you know, the judge here in Butler County, Ohio, which is uh, where our office is and also where I live, so I'm a Butler County resident, do you think the Butler County probate judge has any clue about my family and, you know, my relationship with my siblings, with my dad, with my friends, with my you know, wife, et cetera, this, that, and the other? He doesn't have the first clue 
uh, as far as who's the best person and who should be taking care of things. Okay, so the judge is in control. They have to pick blind, basically. That's what it is. That's what it boils down to. We don't know who's in charge, etc. And then another thing here, they don't always go this way, but if we have a situation of abuse or neglect or or problems like this, um, a lot of times they're difficult to remove or revoke. Um, So you, you end up in a situation, like we said, apparently this guy is uh, Jamie, the father. A lot of reports coming out. Again, I don't know if they're real or not, but some reports are coming out accusing him of some pretty nasty stuff. And apparently, Ben, Ben, do you remember, what was his name? Kevin Federline? Yeah, K-Fed. She used to be married. K-Fed. Wow, I did not know he had... (laughs) Of course. Those are the very popular nicknames in the early 2000s, right? Just an initial and like a little bit J-Lo and and that sort of thing. Yeah, no, that makes me feel old. Um, And I know, didn't he have like a couple songs or something? Like he tried to Uh, piggyback off her? Yeah, I think he's like a backup dancer or something. And then, yeah, tried to parlay that relationship into a a music career. I I don't know. I don't know where he is now, though. Um, I don't either. But apparently even he, her ex, has been saying that this Jamie person, so Britney's dad, is I, th- I think Kevin Federline actually got a restraining order against her dad. That's how bad it is. Jeez. So there's a lot of, you know, normally when there's smoke, there's fires, kind of the way I look at it. So apparently mm-hmm. there's problems here. And it's it's tough to get Jamie removed at this point for the reasons that we talked about. Because, you know, he, I mean, he, he's basically God as far as her finances are concerned. And when you can control everything financially and if he has the ability you know, on the flip side here to threaten her with her kids. I don't know. He pretty much has her by the throat, it sounds like. So it's obviously not great. Uh, it's not in a good situation. But yeah, again, I hope everything works out okay. But just another example, even without someone passing away, because there's a million stories, Ben, about someone passes away, their ducks are not all in a row, things are nasty. And that's not what's happened here. I'm guess- Brittany's got to be in her 30s, right? She's not that she's she, not that uh, old. She turns 40 this year. Does she really? Okay. Yeah, yeah so still awfully young mm-hmm. and it's not like she, you know, has passed away or anything like that, but you know, you can see if things aren't set up the right way how nasty it can be and how 13 years after this started, we're all the way on the other side of the country talking about this and there's TMZ articles everywhere. Yeah, so what's the ultimate message in terms of estate planning, kind of tying it back to the uh, the goal of the podcast here, but what what kind of lesson or message can we take away from this story? Yeah, so what can we learn from from Britney Spears? Um, apart from maybe don't shave your own head. Um, <laughs> it's probably not a good look for most people. But regardless, it's good to get your get all your affairs in order. It's good to dot all of your I's, cross all of your T's, get your own estate plan taken care of now so we have the alternative, which we'll get to in a second. Get it done before you need it because once something happens like this, it's too late. You want to pick who's in charge, I assume, to take care of things for you. Um, You can put restrictions on what they can or cannot do, how your money can be spent or or how not to spend it, etc. And you can put restrictions on these things if necessary. Another good thing about it, people talk to me about, oh, we set up a power of attorney, you know, for finances or medical or or something like that. And they say, well, I still want to make decisions. Um, and that's that's something people don't realize. Ben, I, I set up a power of attorney a number of years ago, naming my wife as my power of attorney. She's my power of attorney right now, but I'm still in control. 
it's almost like we've brought on an extra an extra substitution. Mm-hmm. I'm still on the field, so I can still make all my own decisions. When a conservator is appointed, that happens when the judge has deemed you incompetent. So by rule, if we the judge has to appoint someone to take care of you, the judge is also saying you don't get to take care of yourself. So it's nice to have people who can, you know, that you pick privately, you know, immediately you you pick who can do what for you and you are still in control. Uh, another thing, Ben, think about this. You can make changes. So if my wife, I, I don't trust her anymore, I can throw my power of attorney that names her as a decision maker. I can throw that in the shredder, do a new one, pick someone else. Obviously, Brittany can't do that at this point. And then also, on the flip side, assuming you pick good people and good caretakers, which we can't always assume, but let's let's go that route. If you pick good caretakers, it's easier for them. Your decision makers can do what needs to be done quickly, easily. We don't need the judge's permission. We don't need to submit medical records uh, through the probate court, public process, drag you through the mud. And they can do what needs to be done at the snap of a finger, moment's notice, as soon as you need help. So it leaves you in more control. You pick who's in charge, who, what, where, why, when, how. You keep control as long as you're able to. And also, when the time comes, someone needs to use this, it makes life 10 times easier for them as well. Just another reason why you want to get your estate planning done sooner rather than later. Um, This is a reason you probably wouldn't even think about, uh, but it does uh, show you that there is power in having that control and uh, it could you know be very very key for you later in life and and I hate seeing the story with Brittany and, and hopefully things get worked out uh, within that family but uh, there's definitely some lessons to be learned and and if you haven't had a chance to, to sit down and do an estate plan again you know there's plenty of resources on on Nick's website cincinnatiestateplan.com we talk all the time about you know why you want to sit down with someone that does this day in day out rather than just going online and setting up you know, will uh, that way. And there's so many things you can look at on his website just to get a better idea of that. But once you're ready to sit down and schedule a meeting, you can do that right from the website. It's very simple. There's a button right there on the very front, and you can also register for an educational workshop as well. So when you get down with the podcast, go check that out, but also share the podcast with someone too. Uh, anybody that's uh, maybe a little interested in Britney Spears might get uh, some good info out of this. Cause I know I didn't, Nick, I, I didn't really know much about the conservatorship, but uh, feel a little bit, a little smarter today. Yeah, well, anytime we can go through celebrity gossip and feel smarter at the end of it, I think that's a good day. I think we did good because usually those sort of things, you know, just kind of <laughs> brain candy or brain mush, that sort of thing. So look at this. We we turned pop culture into an educational lesson that applies to everyday folk. So I think we did pretty good. Absolutely. We might have to do it again on another show very soon. A little teaser. What a great teaser. What a great teaser. (laughs) We appreciate you joining us on this episode of Complete Estate Planning. Please hit subscribe, and we would appreciate that. A new episode coming in a couple of weeks. Nick, I look forward to talking to you again then. Yeah, absolutely. Stay safe and uh, uh, keep watching TMZ uh, until then. See if we can find any other neat stories. (laughs) Absolutely. Have a good one. The Complete Estate Planning Podcast is brought to you by the Rosenbauer Law Office, based in Westchester, Ohio, and serving the entire Cincinnati area. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. 
Just search for Complete Estate Planning with Nick Rosenbauer to find us. Or visit CincinnatiEstatePlan.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Nick, and to learn more about protecting your family legacy. That's CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. This show is for informational purposes only and does not provide any legal advice. Information on this show may not constitute the most up-to-date legal information. Please do not act or refrain from acting based solely on anything you hear on this show. This show does not form any attorney-client relationship with the Rosenbauer Law Office, LLC. Please seek the counsel of a qualified attorney before addressing your own estate planning needs.